Hello, my name is Shane Brody. I have a show here on KWRKLP 90.9 FM here in Fairbanks. Good morning. I, I'm having actually trouble hearing you at the moment. Since the fiber optic cable got cut, internet is really bad here. Okay. So uh, you might need to switch over to a phone. Even phone calls get dropped. Uh, okay. That happened last week, and they're working on it now. So it's my side, not yours. Okay. Okay. Today, I'm talking to somebody in the Northwest Arctic Borough. I'm very excited about that. We're going to be talking about the issues around Ambler Road or the Ambler Road project. So if you could introduce yourself, I'd appreciate that. Good morning, listeners. Uh, Ruth Eaton. I would like to first of all say this is a proposed Ambler Road. We always say that. The proposal is by the state of Alaska, ADA. It's Alaska and Industrial and Development Ada Export Authority. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Shane. And it's uh, it, the, the whole thing is uh, it's not voted on who belongs on it and all this good stuff. But anyway, they have a proposal they've made. If you read state history, um, there's a you know huge huge bunch of economic development projects that are proposed to bring in uh, income into the state. And apparently is one of them. And uh, it's a bad idea. Uh, Aggie Jack, an elder from Ambler, when I asked her how she felt, she said, it's a bad idea. People up here are very underspoken and they don't like to um, use their names. They don't like to uh, go against the norm, but mm -hmm. we found that as far as the norm goes, our native corporation, NANA, just did a shareholder survey. And in the survey, they asked the question, if this road was to remain private, which they can't promise that it would remain private because it's funded with, with through ADA, supposedly they're uh, working on getting it to remain private, but we all tell them the story of the Dalton Highway, how that road never remained private. But anyway, if it was, and, and we met these certain conditions, which would be like, we only transport in stuff for the village, this kind of thing, which they're great promises, but uh, we don't believe them. Are you, would you, would you be for or against building this road? Nana's, Nana's part in building this road. And 46% uh, of the shareholders strongly opposed the road. So there you have it. <laughs> there were quite a few undecideds. I don't have that in front of me right now. Actually, I'm going to pull it up because this is really uh, breaking news. It's very important. And I'd like the message to go out to our Fairbanks people too. Uh, Tanana yeah. Chiefs has done a wonderful job fighting this road. They sued the U.S. government the first time around, and um, they sued on account of different things that were not addressed in the environmental impact statement. And they actually decided that the road happened until the uh, BLM went back and did a supplemental environmental impact statement. So it's very important that our Native people have their voice heard 
And this NANA survey tells us what our side is saying. We always say our side, their side. <laughs> We're all one state, right? <laughs> but we've got the Brooks Range in between us. So that kind of makes it an our side, their side kind of thing. I'm going to look it up right now, and then I'll talk to that slide that I've got on there. Okay, so here's the, um, this is, this will be published in the Hunter. It's the NANA newsletter. And it says here, in region shareholder responses, the question was, based on what you know, do you support or oppose the Ambler Access Project? Okay, I was, I was incorrect when I said 46% strongly opposed. It's 34% strongly oppose, and it's 12% somewhat oppose, okay? So that's 46%. As yes. far as the support went, it was strongly support and somewhat support. 18% somewhat support, 13% strongly support, so 33% supported. Then we've got the ones that are unsure and don't know enough. That was 21%. So this tells us that even though it's an ADA project, it's a state-run project, they do have, you know, they've been working hard on this. The governor wants it. The native corporations want it. Some of them, Tanana Chiefs is one that uh, is opposed. Doyon, what, what's happening with the Native Corporations, Nana and Doyon, is they're saying that they do not, um, they're not going either way. They're not voicing either way. And that that's why I, I suppose they're doing this shareholder survey. It's important to know that there are people out here that really oppose this road. And we're working hard to stop any development on that corridor at the 211-mile road. It's going to hook up to the Dalton Highway, and it's going to stop somewhere above Ambler, and um, that's the plan. What are the reasons that people are giving that they are opposing or they want to stop development of this? Okay, it'll take me a minute to look it up, but I can read you some of their comments. We have a petition that we created. Mostly, I mean, we created the petition because we wanted... We wanted like a forum for people to voice their concerns. So not, I mean, we love it when we get signatures. <laughs> That's really important. And we're, I work close to 100 signatures right now. I mean, really close. Our goal is 1,000 by the time the draft supplemental, env supplemental environmental impact statement comes out, which we hear should be later this fall. But... We also collect comments. That's very important for us. Uh, the reason why is when that draft SEIS comes out, uh, people will be prepared to submit their comments. So I'm going to read you some of the things that people say from our region. Please preserve the health of our lands, animals, water, and people. Do not let them build this road. I'm signing because the tundra is a fragile place that takes lifetimes to rebound from the damage human traffic and life causes. The communities will not benefit from this as much as the corporations and entities using the land. 
Migration patterns will change, impacting subsistence life, and water downriver will be impacted. Fishing, that's from a Cottesview resident. From Kayana, Kayana Tribal Council. I do not want this road because we live off the land. If they build this road, our subsistence life will be affected. Out-of-town people will mess up the migration of the caribou, and we depend on the caribou to feed our families. This will be an easy to bring more drugs and alcohol. Everyone will be affected, even more mostly going to hurt our elders and youth. We live in the villages for a reason, not to be connected to the outside. We love the way we live now. Why change our ways? Why hurt our people more? For money? Listen to the people. Listen to our elders. We do not need this road. That's from a tri Kayana Tribal Council member. I'm signing because I'm against the road and the possible outcomes that will follow it. I believe our subsistence gathering will be affected a whole lot for our future generations. No attack is close to our red dog mine. And there's a lot of comparison going on in our region between the red dog mine and what's gonna be going on on the Ambler side. And the road that we have, it's a port road. And what we tell people is you really cannot compare the two roads because the um, road from the red dog mine goes to the coast. Whereas this road would be across the interior. The Red Dog Mine Road, the port site, called the port, it goes to the port site, but it is called the Red Dog Road, I think. Anyway, it's up by no attack. So that's why we always appreciate it when no attack people speak their voices because they have a road. They know what's going on. We have a retired caribou biologist that has a presentation about caribou migration being affected by the Red Dog Road. And this has become really important. It's a really hot topic. He's shown his presentation to several, several people from Washington, D.C., groups from Washington, D.C., government people. He's being consulted. He's retired. So he used to work for the state of Alaska, but he's not anymore. The state's stance on it is, I think, well, I'm not going to speak for the state. <laughs> I'm not here to do that. Okay, here's another one. I do not want this road built. Shungnak, tribal member. I love the beauty of the upper Kobuk and all the subsistence we get from it. Shungnak, tribal member. Uh, I can only speak on what Jim Dow has presented. Mm -hmm. He's presented that it does affect the caribou migration. Yeah. And what our group says, what we say is can't be compared. If you if you look at some of his slides, and um, we're going to try to get his presentation out to the upriver villages so that they can see these slides. Caribou do through the western part of our of our area, of course. <laughs> Road would be there, yeah. Okay, so um, the the studies that we have are road were done on the port site road, and yes, it is a shorter road, and yes, the other road is going to be a longer road. The part of the migration that the port site road 
has affected is the same herd, but a lot of those animals are also up. Actually, you know what? We don't compare the two roads. We do have a website. Um, the thing is, is the, the biologist, he kind of keeps this, it's his own work. So um, I don't know if he's published it anywhere. It would be up to him to publish it, not up to us. He has been asked like as a separate entity to do the publishing of it or to give the presentation. Yes. So it really isn't my place to say that I would share that information because it's his information, not mine. You know, because he does have vast experience and he is retired, he probably knows more than anybody, you know, besides hunters, of course, in the area about what's going on with the herds there. So it would be really important yeah. to hear to hear his voice. Anyone. I wouldn't say more than anyone. We mm -hmm. try not to speak in absolutes. Sure. Which is why I, I kind of uh, am careful with mm. what I say. Mm. Yeah. If I'm saying anything that's strange, I appreciate that you're telling me otherwise because I did grow up in Kotzebue, like I went to grade school there. But being a Caucasian person, the areas that I've lived in Alaska are like Fairbanks. So it's very urban. You know, it's very lower 48 influenced. So I don't know a lot of the cultural stuff. Right. Yep. So I appreciate you and telling me that. Okay. So in my introduction, I also, you know, would like to introduce myself. Um, I'm Ruth Eaton. I'm from Kotzebue, Alaska. I lived here for 30, over 30 years, 35, almost 40 years. And I'm a dog musher. I'm a subsistence fisherman. I'm a commercial fisherman. Fish under the ice. I live at camp. I've spent time in the upper Kobuk. I started out my stay in the region up there, subsistence fish camp. Lived on the Manilik River for a year. When I heard this road was going to go through, I was really... And the first time around, I did nothing. And uh, that was, everyone tells me, Ruth, that was 14 years ago. We went through all this 14 years ago. And I'm like, yeah, but we're going through it again. I approached a friend and said, what can we do? And we started this group called Protect Kobuk. We're only a local voice. We do want to reach out to other people so that they know what the voice is saying. And that's why I read the Nana shareholder comments. We have a website, www.protectcobot.org. Uh, it's got a lot of research papers on it about how uh, subsistence on road system, road system communities is so much less than our non-road system, system communities, even compares dollars of um, income subsistence income families have by using and harvesting their own foods. The reason why I'm here is I'm against this road. And uh, that's what we go by. We're not here to fix problems. We're not here to fix social problems. We're not here to fix 
economic problems. We're not here to fix environmental problems. The only thing we're here for is to say no Ambler Road. Thank you so much for, you know, speaking out about this and doing some organizing. I'm so glad that there's, you know, a website that people can look up more information and read read papers that have been published and maybe even opinion pieces. I'm not sure what content you have there, but I'm definitely going to look, definitely. And I'm so glad that you're you took the time today to to talk with me because I know that that can sometimes be difficult because there's cultural differences somebody living in a in a small place versus me in the city. So I've really appreciated some of the, you know, mentorship that you've offered here about about doing this interview. You bet. Yeah. Uh, any any final thoughts about what people can do to help this cause? There is a um there is another website and it's more of a statewide one. It's kind of that the, they're gathering up all the groups that are against the road. Great. And they're putting they're putting them on a um, they have a another forum that they're using. And it is called I think it's defend the Brooks Range. They're like trying to get all the information from all the different places that are fighting this road yes and in one place that's great i i love that i love when you know people start out with with smaller groups which is what people do right people talk to their neighbors they talk to their friends and they say hey there's a problem going on they get together and then you know that kind of spreads out and then various groups that are upset about a problem get together and form coalition so that's kind of it looks like that's what Defend the Brooks Range is doing. Did you I'm... find it? Defendbrooksrange.org. Yes. That is where I would, I mean, besides going to ours, if you're, if you're interested what's happening around the Northwest Arctic, but if you want to know what's happening all the way across the road and have a lot of your road questions answered, that's a place to go. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll point people to protect the Kobuk and then also defend the Brooks Range. Right. Great. And and as far as members go, we do not accept members from outside our, our region. Yeah. We, that we, that makes sense because it's a it's a community discussion. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for talking with me today. I, I really appreciate it, and I will edit this as soon as possible and get it up on the radio. Great. I'm also going to upload it so I can also give you a link. All right. Thanks a lot, Ruth. I really appreciate it. Good to meet you, Shane. Yeah. And if you if you want to do any updates about this, please reach out. I I would love to follow along with the story and you know hopefully offer you guys a bigger bigger microphone (laughs) you know okay great okay all right thanks a lot Uh, bye-bye you bet bye-bye